Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 152 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I'm here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? Oh, no, feeling good. Back in the gym every day. So uh, definitely have some Project Rocks I wore this weekend just for Rich, you know, and uh, feeling good. <laughs> Maybe have a liquidation sale coming up soon and uh, just hoping we get some nice weather for the end of August or October. October, October I'm in October. August. Uh, How much did you smoke tonight, Kali? August, October, almost the same pronunciation, phonetics there, okay? But we're moving on from that anyway. So, yeah, hopefully we get a little bit uh, more warm weather. It, it's been okay in Mississauga, but it's, uh, I've looked in Hamilton. You guys have had it kind of rough. Uh, it's been pretty good. What the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, the weather network, it says it's been like 10 to 15 for you guys, and over here it's like 15 to 20. Kyle, you live in Canada. Like 10 to 15 or 12 is nothing. It's warm. Remember, Rich, yeah, this is... Know. This is Kali's hibernation season. He's going to go into hibernation until at least July of next year. A little more rain than I would have would have liked, but... I know, man. Yeah. I've, I've got big, so little money. golf in it. Yeah. Poor Trez. This is the time Poor of year. Trez. This is my favorite golf season. I just want to say for everybody out there, and no, take no offense to this, but those golf Travis Scott ones are fucking trash. Stop mm. trying to hype them up like they are something. They are hey. nothing. Hey, but there's a golf shoe. It's they, your best. They are nothing. Oh, this might be one of the best colors. Shut the fuck up. It's a golf They're shoe. Like, garbage. who cares? You're not going to wear it normally. You wear it to golf, and that's it. Garbage. If you're trying to wear that as a regular shoe, then. Well, every, everybody, everybody's Why? golfers now. Everybody oh. golfs. Those come out, and everybody's a fucking golfer. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I just had to put that out. All jokes aside, uh, golfing is hard. It's fucking hard. I suck at golfing. It's not easy. I, I dare. I, I don't. Think, I dare I don't you to go through an extra large stretch. bucket. Go through an extra large bucket and tell me you're not gassed. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think by any stretch it's it's an easy sport. I'm just attributing like I just. I'm just seeing the stuff the fuckery with the shoes, and I'm just like stop. Lackluster. Golf is definitely a hard sport. It's the it's it's the only sport where it's pretty much you against yourself. I would. See, you know, that's I would it. Say. You're looking yourself in a but, mirror every time. Yeah, man. Like there's so much technique that goes on into golfing. That you will never understand until you're doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Look to all the golfers out there, but I just had to do a PSA. It's and as hard a, as it is, it. and as poorly as you play, you keep wanting to play it again and again and again. You have one shot that brings you back every time. Doesn't matter how <laughs> poorly the rest of your shots were. There's one ball all day that will bring yeah. you back again. Um, the man, only every... shot that had me coming back each time was Jack Daniels, or not Jack Daniels. I was just about uh, to say, I'm like. That's Black the label. vice. Johnny, the Johnny vice, Walker Black label. But golf, I, I went to the range and I said, nope, this is not for me. I'm going to just stop. That's just. No, nah, you're not old enough yet, Kali. I'm, as I get up in age, I'm, I'm more old. I'm older it, than Trev, and this guy's fucking addicted. Like he's doing lines on the golf course. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back on track. Sorry. I, I see. Yeah. This is why I don't say nothing because then we, it just turns oh, into all of this. My I'll, add, I'll add three points to this. 
if you guys see ever see me do my videos on Instagram where I'm playing golf, the whole reason that I take those videos is to watch my swing back. That's the whole reason I take those is because exactly what Marcus said. You're looking for that small thing. Why did I hit here? Where did I hit the ball? That's the whole reason I take Uh, those. Sometimes when you be watching your golf swing, yo, I suck. <laughs> Trev, how can you see your swing in depth when you take it from a side profile? You should take it from like behind or like get a drone or something like the arc of my club, how it's going up or behind me, how I'm coming God, down the ball, like where my God, ball is lined up on my foot. You can see, you can see, you get the playback of your swing, you bring your arms in like this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the whole thing. It's bad. It's cringy watching your stuff play back. I only post the ones that I look good in. Don't worry. I I, I keep the ones that that I that I didn't do very well and usually to myself and just of course that is a learning lesson. Of course. <laughs> Second, uh, there was that shop in London that did the con or the um had to drive a ball two hundred yards to get a pair of yes, those Travis yeah, Scotts. Yeah, yeah. Very much appreciated that. I I've heard a lot of conversation okay. about that. As a golfer, I appreciate that they actually made an attempt to get those into golfers' hands. So kudos to them. I think it was Hype Golfers. It was a shop in London. I can't remember what it was called. Thirdly, Kali, Rocktober is in full effect for you, eh? <laughs> I, mean, I love it. Uh, I'm back in the gym in October because uh, all those fucking rugrats are out of the gym. You should not give those guys a cheaper pass in the summertime. They should have to work. To put oh, in work. the back to school kids? This kids, yeah, are out of the gym. Good Life Fitness is now for yeah, the... Yeah, I'm happy about that, too. No excuses, anyway. Kali. Get in the gym. Doesn't matter. It's there. Rocktober. Let's go. Rocktober. All right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that was probably the longest of my intro. I was intro about to say. Yeah, that was, these motherfuckers in that here. That was the longest, longest intro. Sorry. Kali intro ever. With that the problem. wind taken away from me, that's what it is. My wind was taken away just like the Philadelphia Eagles wind was. Woo-hoo. Oh, my gosh, man. Who's next? Fucking Trev. Shit. Rich, how's it going? What's good? Damn. <laughs> As you heard, we are joined by a guest today. So we're joined by Marcus. Uh, it's Marcus23 Fraser on Instagram. Yeah. Marcus was the guest that joined us when we did our panel at SneakerCon. So it only felt right that we get him like a full solo episode. So, uh, Marcus, welcome to the pod. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Awesome. Happy to have you on. All right. Let's get into our weekly wears and pickups. So, Kev, why don't you begin? Good thing. So, I started the week off with White's Event 3, the Retro 88 pair. Also rock a couple of Kanatsuki hybrids. So, the one that I call the Chopped and Tune. So, the one with the Salary Tune Upper and the Air Max 95 midsole and then i had to rock the reverse of that so the one with the air max 95 upper and the tude max uh midsole so those i wore back to back and then i rocked black pigeon sp dunk lows i also pulled out a pair of uh nike dunk low ids alba manier jordan fours and today i rocked the uh, tom sacks general purpose shoe in that self for colorway so that was my week in terms of wares uh, in terms of pickups i only have one pickup it's actually an assist the homies at omnis so they had a, a sale on some stussy stuff i passed by because a couple of guys in our group chat you know they wanted to know what was there so i just uh, dropped in quickly just to see what they had but i did pick up one item is this uh, black crew neck sweater it's a uh, tribe called quest stussy collab so it's got tribe called quest there in the front and on the back there's a hit with all their uh, album names on there, but everything's all embroidered on it. So super dope. Like everything's 
all the text, everything is embroidered and went for a crazy good price. If this was my size, I would have copped this, but um, I copped this for the homie uh, Flippin' Laces. He asked if I can pick that up for him, so that was uh, the only cop. Uh, but shout oh, out to the homies good people. Office. I haven't seen him for a while. The laces? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's around. He's around. But no, I know. He, I don't know if he was at SneakerCon last, but he was, I think he was at the one before that. But he came at the end, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But so yeah, you're right. He, I don't know. I don't really see him too much in the wild unless uh, I make a point to see him. But yeah, he's definitely good people. Nice. Uh, good week, Kev. Colleen, how is Project Rocktober going? So, I mean, I am wearing the Project Rock BSRs a lot of the time in the gym. Some other guys were wearing it. They're like, yo, bro, we're wearing the same shoes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are, because uh, they're a good workout shoe. And that's what it is, a workout shoe. But sneaker-wise, you know, I've been wearing a, one of the greatest sneakers of all. Rich would agree, some black-on-black ultra boosts, you know. It's pretty much all I've been wearing every day now. The weather's gotten that way. Oh, and um, Not a fan. <laughs> Air Max uh, 90 re- reverse duck camos. I've been rocking those, too, because this is like a fall shoe. Great time for the weather. Oh, so and, uh, rock your shoes according to like weather and colors and seasons like that? Weather permitted, like whatever it's their utility to me. Okay, I needed to use for utility wise. I'm just not being out here lacking. You know, I got to be prepared. Okay, feet strapped up. Whether I'm looking good to impress, to talk to someone, feeling fashionable, it all depends. But just yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Talking to who, Collie? Aren't you married? So, I mean. Let's, yeah, let's get some details on who you're impressing. Who are you, who are you trying to impress? Everyone. The, guys the, gym, the, guys the people the you impress can somehow, you know, the connections are very important you make in life, guys. You know, you don't know what opportunities may come your way because you impress someone or you show someone you have value. Okay. You just... Right. Is a visa passport office lady. Well, I mean, I already got that visa, guys. That's one of my pickups, exactly. I guess. Exactly. So uh, that was the This year, I'm ready impression. to go. Plane ticket, January 5th, I'm out. I got a lot of business ready to do over China. I got podcasts coming too, probably called uh, China Boys, something like that. I don't know. The name's been working together. Uh, just a lot of stuff coming. So, Lots more impressions to make. I hear you, Kali. Yeah, you know, I might be a sugar daddy or a sugar bear. I mean, you know where they give me the money, the reverse? And I have a sugar mama. That's what it is. I might have a couple of them. You know, just some arm candy. Going to events. White monkey jobs. That's what it's called. Get paid. So oh, good. Here we go. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Sorry, I won't rile him up again. I'll, <laughs> I'll get him started. I mean, we couldn't just we couldn't just let the the do the dress to impress. You know, the comments. Yeah, like. I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was my mistake. I knew there was a lot more coming if I opened up that can of worms. <laughs> Nice. Good week, Collie. I will go next because I have absolutely zero to talk about here. I've worn Air Max 90 infrareds and Air Jordan 3 infrared 23 3s. That's it. Pants? You got pants this time, though? I have pants now. Yes, I have have all of my pants over here now. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus, I just recently moved in the last couple weeks. So um, when I moved over Thanksgiving, I brought every single pair of shorts I own with me and not a single pair of pants. So over there... (laughs) That Thanksgiving weekend where it went from like 27 to like 15, I had to go everywhere in, in like now, basketball everyone, shorts. Let, let's remind everyone that he only lives like 30 minutes away from his old house. It's not like he lived like two hours away from his previous house. I know, so, but it's like I have to go get my car underground and then I have to leave and then go. It wasn't that serious. A lot more work than he wanted to do at that moment. 
I'm built. We were building a bunch of stuff that week too. So like I was just, it was fine. I could, I was fine to just wait a couple days, but yes, all my pants are over here now, Ken. So good to hear. Marcus, what about you? What are you even rocking this weekend? Uh, any wears and pickups? So I wore all of Yeezys. So we go back to like, I think 2015 with that. Zebra Yeezys. Okay. All of Air Max 97, the uh, undefeated. Nice. And yesterday I wore Atmos 3s. Oh, nice. And today I wore Uptempo Scotty Pippins, the Olympic version. Okay. Nice. I like that rotation. And recent pickups. So I got these. Hey. The terror, squad. terror squads. Terror squad Air Forces. Shout out Fat Joe. So we cra- I, and I also picked these up today, actually. Hey, oh, Jordan ones, Jordan ones, nice. Yeah. How are they? How's the quality and everything? It's actually pretty nice. They but sat, man. You get something they on these. They're oh, over. you're fucked. Yeah, it's a wrap. So, anyone who's watching this, make sure you wear these when it's uh, clear skies. I no agree. chance. Of make sure you're not doing no crazy activities because if this gets anything on these whatsoever, it's a wrap. I, I was feeling them. I thought it was dope, especially with the price point when they originally released them a few years back in like 4K. Like, come on, like crazy. But I will I say, bad for whoever bought them for 4K. 100%. Yo, punch in the air. Punch in the air right now. Just like the, how the guys felt with the hook, Kev, the Zebra, Easy 315s. Punch in the air right now. Because imagine Richard, pay- you and I both know people personally who paid two bands. Oh, yeah. Easy. Multiple. So I know they were punching the air when they just kept restocking them bad boys. Because it's like one of those, we know them personally. Mm-hmm. I remember in tears. But hey, that's what happens, man. So for the guys who paid 4K, and I mean, they probably thought it was never going to come back out. But as we know with JB, they don't play fair. So it does suck if you pay that price. Point. Right. Let me just pull these out just for the fun of it. There was a time. These are going for like two bands. <laughs> Yeah, I seen some wild shit when it came to those, and I see some wild trades when it came when to I those. That's a zebra, right? The zebra Yeezy. The easy, the easy zebra right 350. I remember when I got my hands on them; they're going for like seven. Yeah, depending on when you got them. Yeah. Yeah. The they thing were... is, when they were the first release, like them, yeah, the blue and everything, the the price was there because people, if they actually bought it to wear it, you know, they love wearing it. But the people that bought it to invest or like thought it would go up more, once like the fourth or fifth color of the 350 V2 came out, you kind of knew like, okay, maybe these prices aren't gonna, you know, gotta maybe make a move. So people that held on to it, like you did, it was just foolish. Well, by the time I got my hands on these, what my receipt says, November the 9th, 2018. That was probably like the sixth restock. I was about to say, it's like fun times, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that's, that that's satin pair is great. That satin pair is, is dope. And I will say, man, I, I love, sorry to see the Jordan ones sitting. It is fucking beautiful. I mean, even that satin one, like that thing sat most of the day, most of the day, where before anyone that came out, they were just selling out. So it's just good. It's good to see the shift. Just checked Foot Locker's website and they're still on there. So. Yeah, Foot like, Locker got them, Capsule got them, Livestock got them. Yeah, but no uh, one really sneakers. had size twelves though. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, like if, was, if you bought, if you bought, thing, if you paid footers. like super resale, and you have, you have like a Bigfoot size, 
then you know you're still good but i mean like anyone else that was like size 10 and below or 11 10 and a half and below no not really cuz i went to champs coming out i'm like first in line and they don't have a size 10 we already know how that goes come on man surprise <laughs> no you know an employee took it well we know what happens yeah <laughs> like that's that's nothing new Always get 25 or 30%. They're going to hold all the big sizes because that's the money sizes. Yeah. Well, if you go into sneakers right now, you can get a size 10 and a half, and it's, it's 9 p.m. right now. Yeah. I know. Crazy. I bought my pair. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. But I'm saying, like, you know, they're not sold out. So you want to go into sneakers.ca. There's a size 12 uh, women's pair. Every size available except for eight and a half women's and nine and a half women's. So, I mean, yeah. it's good. It's good to see. But yeah, I feel bad for those people who paid three bands, though. Oh yeah, such as such as life. The shoe looks the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see. Oh, yeah. I see comparisons. Yeah, it's like you can't even really tell the difference. You can't tell. Yeah. Well, it's nice that like they're actually like because that's a bright colorway, right? And like it's satin, mm-hmm. so like it's it's nice for the like for the. I mean, it's it's nice in general, right? But it's nice that you're able to just get it. Like you don't have to fight for it, right? I actually kind of forgot those came out today, so I was just kind of browsing for my girl, and I'm like, oh look, her size is sitting everywhere. Let's <laughs> try. Just get it. Just get it, man. But just I think also too, though, some people just can't afford to buy them. No. Yeah. Because remember. Yeah. Some people cannot afford to buy these, then go buy cherries in two yep. weeks. Yeah. And then go buy the Concords in like a month. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's true. I didn't take that into account. Remember, that's what? Yeah, it's not on it. Yeah, it's a good question. You gotta make sure you yeah. pay your rent. Yeah, deal with picking, your and, kids. picking and choosing. So Girl, it's just good because it, these days. It, 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 it ain't cheap. It's just good because if you want multiples, you know what I mean? You can easily get a few pairs and just, just sit on them. No, nah, for sure. For where? So that that's that's what I mean. It's just nice to be able to. I can buy multiple of those if I wanted them. So it's cool. Good pickups. No, nah, good. Yeah, good pickup, man. Good week. Yeah, great pickup. Good week, Rich. What about you? How's Project Rocktober going for you? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> for where's the fuck did I wear? Crocs, of course. We already know that. So, uh, Salehis get tons of burn. I realized, Trev, I have I need to buy sweatpants. I have none. So if I want to just like run out the house to run a quick errand, like I gotta put on an actual pant. And it's super fucking annoying. So I need to go buy some sweatpants. Wait, so you have no tech, please? I don't got nothing. I got nothing, man. Like, so I gotta okay. You gotta get yourself some root sweats and some tech, please. (laughs) This guy, the most I'm not spending money like that on no fucking sweatpants, bro. I'm gonna hit a parlor. Shout out to Parlor. No, but like yo. You gotta get them when they're on sale and clearance. Von Mills oh. becomes your friend. I'm not trying to drive out there. Yeah, yo, once I got to Hamilton, bro, the like that side of town does not see me. I, I have no business on that side. But I am in the business for some I just need some sweats for when I'm like running out or whatever. But yeah, if Crocs. I, if you don't care about color, no, I, care about, I, I care about color. No, no, I care about color. No, no. Oh, we're, not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not crazy. Say, yeah, we're not gonna be out here. If you like black, I can get you in black Project Rock sweatpants. I got staff discount, Rich. Don't worry. Good price. Under Armour? Yeah, man. Project Rock. Under yeah, Armour. I got uh, we'll, we'll so, there, so, 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 Trev, uh, there's, there's, that's how Rocktober's going. Okay. So, Kali, I'll hit you up. Yeah, hey. where's the Crocs? I wore the Golden Harvest Sixes, so broke those out this week. Today I wore Lost and Found Ones. I think that's pretty much it. I did see those um, pan- the is it the women's pandas? I seen livestock or one of those guys had them. 
kind of digging the age so on those. I don't know how the quality is if it's the same. Yeah, livestock has right them and so did size. Okay. So I've seen those. And ironically enough, when uh, my basement flooded and they're like reimbursing us, they put down those sneakers as a women's shoe. <laughs> like, and I'm like, really? Like, I specified fucking men's like Nike dunk. So listed it as a women's. But anyhow, I've seen that. I, I, I don't even I'm not gonna argue, but whatever. So kind of missing the pandas, but in terms of where's that was it? Pickups. Shout out to the guys over at Vintage Overhype, I believe it was. The shop that Vintage Meat Vintage Meat Type, sorry. Out of Waterloo. So I ended up grabbing from them. I don't feel like lugging it downstairs. But they had the penny pack, the shooting stars for two hundred and fifty bucks. Both pairs? Like, pair? Both for the whole pack. What? DS, yeah, sorry. DS, what? No. What? Yep. Yes. I'll go get them and show it to you. Don't make me go upstairs. But yeah, if you check their site, I, they might still have it up. But yeah, they had them there. So I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't pass them up. So and like this the guy price point is this crazy. This guy won't go to Vaughn, but he's gonna he's making regular trips to Waterloo now. You better stop it. I felt in the rich. I felt I was in the I was in the driving spirit type thing. <laughs> Wait, this is but that was a, this is the second time. No, 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 no. This I got that the first run. Like when I okay, had got okay. the sixes. Oh, yeah, no, okay. no, I, oh, I no, thought you no, went no, no, back no, again. No, no. I thought you went back again. No, 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 no. I said if I'm here, I am getting everything I want because I ain't coming back out here. So um yeah, they actually have the pack, man. So scoop that up. Yeah, price you can't go wrong, man. So two fifty? Wow, what size? Yeah, that's crazy. It was is actually a nine and a half. So I I got them because I had the shooting star pack. Shout out to the homie, the midsole collector. I actually, I still have the penny posit for my first pack. Shout out to the homie Juan. It was actually his pair that I scooped years ago. And then I ended up, Juan ended up assisting me to get the foams. And I sold those to the Midsole Collective probably about, I want to say like a year ago. So he has that pair. So this pair I picked up was just going to use it like a collectible. Just to have. So like I said, the price, I'm like, you, you can't go wrong for that price. So no, I ended up grabbing those. Yeah, from them. So, you know, salute <laughs> to those guys over there. But yeah, that's my my pickup, man, which is like insane. Like that nobody even I mean it's it's a niche pair in the sense of it's not for everybody. So mm-hmm. I kind of get why they sat, but it was you can't price it better than that, man. Yeah, and I think no. on stock X that pack is selling like seven or eight, somewhere around that ballpark. Yeah, so that sounds like it makes sense. So that's um, crazy. Don't but, ever go wrong with having these. <laughs> yes, sir, the Royals. Let's go. Yeah. I got the 07 pair. I'm going to retire. That's the 20th anniversary? They weren't terrible. I wasn't a huge fan of that run just because I felt like the 2010s, they just fit better. They fit different. And I know the molds and everything change over time. And I just found the newer ones very clunky. So I had the anniversary pair. I was back then, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I had the anniversary pair. Right, there's a reason why we have an age discrepancy. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that. But yeah, like the 2010 run to me in terms of uh, comfort was just top notch. So, but I like I said, the new ones, the tw- the anniversary pair is nice. I've had it, so I was able to. One of those when you go through uh, what's it called, like what these secret conversations with people in different age gaps, you get to see. <laughs> yeah, uh, the real difference of uh, it's like. I was in grade six when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that for sure. Oh, yeah. When, we, I, when we, we ask you about where you started, you're going to be talking about sneakers that 
you know, we like, were like, yeah. I mean, Rich originally <laughs> started with the Jesus sandal, so. Shut the fuck up, man. Call hey, right, I'm going to strangle you through this one. Wait till I see you to come get my fucking sweatpants. You know, fucking fight. <laughs> fight. Yeah. No, it's always, good. it's always good to see that generation gap because what you were 100%. into is not what I was into. And, you know, it could, I mean, they could be the same. It could be completely different. So we'll definitely get mm-hmm. into that, Marcus. I, I don't want to, I want to hear your story for sure. Well, I'm done. So let's, let's, let's jump right yeah, into so, that. So, yeah. Shit. So there you go. We'll, right, we'll get it popped now. So, Thank you again to Marcus for joining us. He was, uh, like Trev said, he was sort of filling in for me as uh, you know an honorary member of Inkakes We Trust for that panel on SeekerCon. So appreciate him joining the team for that. And uh, it was always, it was nice to to see the replay and fit in well. So it's nice to have you on. Appreciate you, Marcus. But let's get it started because we didn't get to hear your story at SneakerCon. So uh, we always like to ask our guests, tell us where your sneaker journey began and what are some of the favorite, what are some of the, your favorite brands, models, and colorways that got you into sneakers? Okay, so my sneaker journey started from honestly when I was a little kid. You always had those shoes that you always wanted. You couldn't afford them or like, just the way that you grew up. I was fortunate enough of having a mom and dad that are together. I actually just had their 25th anniversary. Shout out oh, to mom and dad. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Congrats, man. Save that for the shout out, too. Make sure you give them one of the shout outs. It's <laughs> big. But I was on that, you get two shoes a year tip. Yeah, yeah. So you get your shoe for, like, back to school mm-hmm. and for, like, your birthday. Yes. And on those special years, if they got a nice tax return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bonus, so the bonus sneaker. Squeeze another pair in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bonus sneaker, depending on how good the, the return is. Yeah. So it's like I didn't have Jays like that growing up. Like I had like your Nikes. So I'm like, oh, I couldn't afford no shoes. Like it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have like the newest Vince Carters, the AIs, the T Max. You just had regular Nike shoes. Nothing special, nothing crazy. Any models in particular, though? Like, what what were those models for you? So, I had back in the day, all right. So, you know, back in the day when you could uh, send your shoes into the Nike factory? Yeah, yes. I think send we spoke about because, that before. Yeah, yeah. Like, if there's something wrong with them, you send it back and then they'll give you yeah. a new one. But it's not necessarily the same sneaker. No, it's never the same sneaker. Yeah. So, honestly, that got me through a huge part of my childhood. <laughs> uh, off of the cheat code, the cheat code, sending that shit back and forth like every year, year after year, and stuff like that. So that always got me through. And it's like I have nothing that crazy that were like, oh, yo, you had those? Like, no, yeah, gr stuff. But what was it like Air Maxes? Was it the um, Temple? Was like I had other? like and ones. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The tai, tai Chi's. I know Tai Chi's were, were a big one. Yeah, I had a satin pair of Tai Chi's. Ooh. Okay. I remember those. Like baby yeah, blue and I remember those joints. Yes. I, I forgot about those. Oh, shit. That was like grade five. Grade five, this guy's. See, that's what I mean. Like, I was in high I was the like all into high school with, with those kids. Yeah, I think yeah, I was finished in the middle school. But I wanted those two. But I wanted those two. So that doesn't change for sure. But yeah, okay. So, so baby blue sorry, black sentence. No, nah, I say, wait, how old are you? I was born in 79. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> See, back to the generational gap. Yeah. yeah. I'm 89, so it's a little closer. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm 84. Okay. But everybody wanted N1. So there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's no difference in that. N1s were big. Yeah. Especially with the t shirts. 
Oh, 92. Oh, Lord. Gosh. <laughs> Trev, he ain't too far. Trev, you don't make that face. <laughs> oh, I was, making the, I was making the face at the N1 shirts. Like, those were... Sleeping. Yes. Because the N1 no, shirts were I had, everything. Okay. I had the matching reversible top. Ooh, okay. <laughs> like the flip right, inside bro. out reversible yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you can you have the, you this. that for Christmas at you have the uh, tearaway, You have the tearaway pants with it too? You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking, but like they do have they a had, lot of they those. Had, they, had, they had tearaways too. They had tearaways. Yeah. They had all that shit. And one was the shit back there. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And one was tough. Like that 01 to 04 range? Quago. Mixed <laughs> So then, like, as you got older, you wanted like the Jays and stuff like that, and this wasn't really happening. <laughs> so, like, I had a pair of Vince Carter's in high school. Nice. I had a pair of Dada's. Oh, nice. Man. I remember the Dada's. I had yeah. a pair of Dada's. No, I had, a, Dada's. World yeah, I had a red, white, and blue mid cut pair. I had a pair of Dada's. Forgot about those. I had a pair of Sean Marion's in high school. Okay. I remember the Charmerians too. Yeah, so it was like I had a silver anniversary pair. Nice. And then I had like the Air Max 25th anniversary one. So you know when they did like the big commercial with like LeBron, Steve Nash, Kobe, the whole thing and then like the hanger? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So I had a pair of those. What were those called? Were they the Air Force? Because I had a pair. That was my first pair of Nikes, I believe it was. Air Force <laughs> 2, was it? I looked this up. Well, the Air Force right, Two right, looked almost exactly like the Air Force Earth One, but it was uh, a little more yeah. chunky. I'm trying to remember. I I know exactly that. And um, what's his name? Did the song? Joel Santana. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he did that. The, the, the whole song with that. Yeah, I still have that on my phone. <laughs> that track was fire. <laughs> oh man. So then it's like one of those as you got a little older with certain stuff. So then, like, you get your first job. So then I ended up getting, like, certain, like, back to the whole birthday gift. So my first proper pair of J's was, like, the countdown pack. Nice. Mm, let's go. I got a pair of Gold, golden and a yeah. pair of 20. The nine, the, okay. So you got multiple packs of that. that, that no, I didn't pack. have the whole pack, just the 19s and 20s. Oh, you got the 19s and the 20s. Tw- oh, just the 19s and the 20s. No, no, no okay. threes and fours. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't selling those. Whoever had those packs weren't selling those. So there is a store called North Trooper, which used to be like literally across where Capsule was in Yorkville. Okay. So I got my hands on a pair of those. So that was like towards like the ending, like grade 11, grade 12 for me. And then it's like, then you get your first real adult job. Mm -hmm. So I was working at Price Shoppers briefly. And when I started working at UPS is where shit changed. Yeah, no, for sure. That's I, I, lo- I love I love those uh, I love those pairs that you talked about because I remember seeing those pairs and you're right, like that uh, 01 to 04 like basketball era. There was like a lot of there was a lot of like stuff that wasn't Nike and Jordan that you could cop that was dope, right? Like you talked about the Dadas and Chris Weber was rocking them in, in All Star, uh, Vince Carter was rocking and ones and everybody else was rocking and ones uh, along with uh, oh yeah, Stephon and also in high school I had a pair of Vince Carter fives. Nice All Star game. Nice. Boys. My mom bought me those at Dixie Outlet Mall. Oh, maybe from Kali. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, when I was working there, we did get the Olympic pack, but that's when they had like the um, uh, 
Oh, well, like the Hyperdunk Olympic uh, one. Yeah, but that was like that was like Olympic one. Twenty twenty. That was later. Yeah, yeah like so I was not working there. Yeah, I was. I was like, I started in maybe oh nine or oh ten. I, I don't yeah, know. Twenty twelve because they did the Jordan six and then they had the shocks. Yeah, with the Vince Carter, that. no, that was grade ten for me. So that would be oh eight, oh seven ish. Yeah, I would. I just before just start. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's nice to hear. Like again, like I said, some of the pairs that impacts you. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the tax return pair, the tax return sneakers. But uh, what was it like for you growing up with sneakers? Like, were people around you as well, like your classmates and things like that? Were they Rocky sneakers or people people that you grew up with? Were they also Rocky There's sneakers? There's only a certain few though, like who really had heat like that. Mm-hmm. Some of them I actually still speak to till this day. So there was uh, one of the people who was a huge influence on me with that was Touch. Rich, you probably know him. Tony from St. Albans. Probably by face. Maybe. Yeah, well, anyways. You went to school with him? No, he was one of my youth coordinators. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he always had heat. Like, tell this day, he still has heat. Right. So now he's like a gym teacher at uh, one of the schools for, like, little kids or whatever. But, like, he had everything. How were people getting sneakers? Were you just, like... Going to the mall, being able to pick them up, like just easy in terms of that in in that sense. Oh, in those days, dog, stuff just sat at Foot Locker. Yeah, you could just go walk and like, okay, remember the um old love, new love pack? Yeah, of course. Like you could walk into Foot Locker and buy that. Mm-hmm. They just sat there. All the hood kids had those. Then there was like the uh, <laughs> what pack was that? The Raging Bull pack. That shit sat. For months. I remember. Yeah, man. Okay, a, a lot of those packs though did sit because it was two shoes and like 500 bucks back then. When they did hit the no, first sale, which is like... $3.99. I remember it very well. Oh, okay. <laughs> $3.99. Sorry. Marcus wanted those, man. When they did hit, they went 25 or 30% off and then they sold. So it's like people were just waiting for anything But because else. people didn't want the other shoe. Uh, what the fuck was the other one called again? Because the Raging Bulls and then... With the 3M5. Yeah, that's like, Yeah, like 3M5s. No, I didn't know what the name was. I knew what they looked like, but what the fuck did we call them? Yeah, because nobody M5. wanted those. Yeah, nobody wanted those. And they're actually a really nice shoe. Yeah. That's the shit kicker. I liked, I liked those ones better. Yeah, yeah, the 3M is slept on. Like, it's a really nice shoe. But yeah, no, like you were saying, you could just go into the stores, pick them up. Your homie was rocking everything, so he was a big influence on you. So he, I, I'm, I'm assuming he was a like a passionate sneaker guy too, right? Like he, yeah, right. So and you guys could talk. You, you had your hood man. So <laughs> well, they sold drugs. Like it is what it is. <laughs> like he was moving that weight. He had everything. Yeah, yeah. Even in high school. Yeah, man. So there's like obviously like the couple hood kids who they were moving shit. So you know it is what it is. Then there was like the one or two kids who just had good jobs, or like the kids who had jobs in high school. And there was like the rich kids who obviously just had mommy and daddy's money. Like people were able to buy sneakers, but did they genuinely love sneakers though? Like that's you know, I guess kind of what I'm getting at. Like when you grew up, were there know. people that were passionate about sneakers, like how you were passionate about sneakers? That I really don't know the answer to that question because it's like one of those. Sometimes they just did that because it was popular. I don't know the real deep answer to that. Like right. if so I you, probably 
personally just ask them. Mm-hmm. So what you're but saying my- then is back then there wasn't as many people like you who were passionate about sneakers, but there, really. you, you did notice there were people rocking sneakers, but maybe they weren't as passionate about you or interested as, as you were when you, when you, you know, started noticing sneakers or, or collecting sneakers. I think too, it's a good way to, it's good insight like for this, because for Kevin, and I use this examples. It was a bit different because a lot of these things, when they were coming out, like these were the first of the shoe. You know what I mean? And like, we're watching the athletes and all that stuff. So I think by the time you're a little bit younger, Marcus, so I think for you guys, it was a little bit different where it was like, and don't get me wrong, like we wanted to look fresh and fly and all that shit. But the influence was a bit different than it might have been for you guys. So it's cool to kind of hear the take on that with respect to like your generation. No, where, completely. Because you like know, for you guys, y'all lived through Jordan's career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you could remember when like, the Jordan 7s, like the Cardinals came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they were on the shelf in Foot Locker of, yo, I wish if I could get a pair of those. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like mm-hmm. your mom or grandma actually got you them for Christmas one year or whatever. Yeah. So that that's what I mean. Like, it's so kind like of- for me, uh, by the time I started getting into shoes or liking them on that standpoint, Jordan was on his break. Right. Yeah. Wizards days. Like that 98 to 01. <laughs> Yeah, because Wizards Jordan, I'm sorry. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we watched MJ, you know, early 2000s with the Wizards. And he was still releasing shoes, you know, 17s, 18s, and things like that. But well, I just remember. No, it wasn't the same. Like, I remember, like, in real time, like, the last shot 14s. I remember watching that game, and then, boom, the shoe comes out. You know what I mean? The fucking, yeah. he, yeah. Got, he got game 13s. Like, I saw, not I saw only Jordan him when I was, like, seven. And... Yeah, not only him wearing it, but then, you know, the movie comes and it's like, all right, now these shits are out. So it's like, you know, dudes are coming up to school, you know, the fresh Jays. So for us, it was real time that we're kind of seeing it where, like you said, you know, he's at the, you know, the tail end of his first retirement or second retirement comes back and it's not the same. So I think it's good to kind of see, you know, from your perspective or that error, what sneakers look like, where I think it might have been more. I didn't live through Jordan like. By the time I got into basketball in of itself, like you didn't understand the mag- like the magnitude of Jordan coming back, what that meant. Mm-hmm. You just heard about it, but it's like, bro, I'm fucking eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Sure. like you lucky enough, like I know Vince Carter. That dude can dunk. Yeah, yo, Kobe's nice. I want to grow my afro like Kobe. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody could guard that Shaq guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Wallace sure. is always in trouble. I don't yeah. know. But when I saw Jordan play when I was seven, like I and I saw him play for the Wizards, I'm like, that's not the same guy. Like I mm-hmm. I can still remember him play. One of the few things I can remember for any basketball is Jordan playing. All the other games I watch, I don't remember shit until I hit like twelve years old and like started watching like Iverson, like Steve Nash, and all that shit. Young Dirk and all that. It's... <laughs> yeah, because then like, like Mike came out and stuff like that. Like, oh, like what the I did not. I did not watch like Mike. I did not. You're talking my language. I, I understand oh, everything God, that you're you talking about right now. <laughs> oh, like, I, I get it. I, I'm, I'm with yeah. you, man. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Trevor. But this no, right I mean, like, okay. You see how people talk about Penny Hardaway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for some of you older guys, uh, y'all got to catch young Penny when he was coming out of Memphis, when he had his first two nice seasons. 
when I started watching basketball, I got injured Penny. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, don't even, yeah. I don't even remember Penny, to be honest. So Yeah. I don't yeah. either, really, but it's like I love basketball and I'm a huge historian with that. So it's like you know about it, but I didn't yeah. live through it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, okay. for sure. I'm with you, Marcus, because like I'm, I'm the I, same way when they talk. When about I really ball. got into ball, it's like, okay, fuck Tim Duncan. <laughs> Duncan. What did Tim Lakers Duncan do to you? Oh, come on, he's such what a did Tim Duncan do to you. Fundamentally like, sound. Yo, when that man won why. MVP that year, oh, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, yeah. No, I mean, Tim Duncan was one of those guys, if he wasn't on your team, it's hard to cheer for him, right? But he, I mean, he as a basketball player, you can't you can't deny the but fact years that he later, was a talented player. Oh, I love San Antonio. Yo, that became my new 2K squad. Here you go. <laughs> I used to bust people's ass with San Antonio. <laughs> and it yeah, was the can't... best team to pick in 2K because nobody picked them. Yeah, yeah. Even though that they were still first in the West at the time. Yeah, because they're boring. They're just a boring team. Above yeah, 500, yeah, and you want to pick OKC. Yeah. Who? Go ahead. Yeah. Because I'm going to use the shit out of Tony Parker and use high pick and rolls all goddamn day. <laughs> and you cannot stop it. Yeah. <laughs> or run pick and pop with Tony Parker and Matt Bonner because he don't miss. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Matt Bonner, the Red Rocket. Right oh, <laughs> Yo, um, the man had a 94 open three, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe some of it. these video games just give these guys stats. It's like, where the fuck did you pull that out? Someone paid for this shit or something. Like, no, nah, but yeah. Matt Bonner led the league in three point percentage that year. Yeah, that's why. So, but I mean, back to sneakers, though. Like, you were able to go into the stores, grab the sneakers. It wasn't a huge deal. But fast forward to now. Like, how has the culture changed since when you were a kid, or what have you noticed that's a big difference? Well, there's uh, been now. three changes. Yeah, okay. So, there was the when you were younger, yeah, you could walk, but you didn't know like the stories that people lined up. Mm-hmm. Then, as I entered my earlier 20s, okay, yo, I want these shoes. Okay, how do I get them? So, there was like with some of these people who might be listening to it, don't know about the pre order days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked mm-hmm. about that before too. Yeah, those were those were some good days. The footlocker pre-order days. Yeah, tell, tell us about your experience with it. So during my time when I worked at UPS, I'd come in the footlocker, you would see a shoe coming out or whatever. Okay, I want these. You come in, you write your name on the piece of paper in the booklet. Mm-hmm, the booklet. They had all they already had their size run already out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything ready to go. And you just fill it in. Then you would pay your like at that time, Jays were cheaper, so it was like what one eighty nine, something like that. Yeah, yeah, about that. And then they give you a gift card. Yeah, that's right. And then two weeks later, when the shoe drops, you come in, you hand them the gift card. They go to the back, they get you your shoes. Here you go, done. Those were the days, man. No line no up, no craziness. Everyone gets their size. It was easy and simple. Then Concord Elevens came out. <laughs> that was. December of 2011? 2011? Yeah. yeah. And that's when shit changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Concords and Galaxies was the beginning of the end of that shit. Wait, yeah. did they have Did they have the pre-order for the, the Concords? Concords. Yep. They, they did. did. Yep. But yep, they still had my... lineups for it. No. 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 no, no. Wait. Champs did. 
not the only chance because Foot Locker did it. Foot Locker yeah. was pre-orders. Yeah, Foot Locker I got did pre-orders. I got it here. Well, lineups. And the champs lineup at Square One was insane. It was yeah. massive. Well, everybody wanted that shoe. That shoe was the resale that day. I remember that day because I pre-ordered a pair for my I brother. I remember that day very well too. I don't I don't know why I didn't get myself one. So after I got his pair, I'm like, fuck, I should have got these. <laughs> Yo, the resale was the resale was like four fifty five hundred. That day, yeah. the 11s every year though would always double. You'd go into Christmas, they'd be like 180 or 200, and you could sell it for 400 that day. I think they were like 250 or 230 around that ballpark for the Concords, and they were selling oh. it for like 450. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Oh, that's another thing with a shoes that really got me into. So, growing up, you always knew about bread 11s, they were cool, mm. the patent leather, and all that, mm. but you knew. You had to sell drugs to afford that damn shoe. <laughs> <laughs> they, they cost $500. And that's what you do. Like, if you wanted a real pair, they cost five bills, and only drug dealers had them. <laughs> that's it. It's funny, man. It's, it's funny because, like, you kind of look at shoes. Because even for me, like, when I was coming up and, like, I was like, always the kids in the projects had the freshest J's. Anything that dropped, they had them. I just, I just didn't understand it. It was like, that was what was prioritized was the shoes. Like any new J that came out, most, like I said, all the project kids had them. So, I mean, that, that's Not what I looked at. There was only four of them. Let's be real. So, <laughs> no, like for me, like, you know, growing up, like when I was Jersey at the time, like I said, a lot of the kids who stayed in the projects, I'm not gonna say all of them, but majority of them always were laced in fresh kicks. Oh, all the time. States, that's di- that's a different. Yeah, all, all oh. the all the time. So that that's what I seen, you know, coming up, you know, and I could just admire those things different. from afar. Yeah, like my mom was like, "I'm not fucking spending whatever that price tag was on those fucking sneakers." Like, you know, you about to get these Grand Hills or you know these Chris Webbers or you know, which were like great consolation prizes to to be honest with you, and I and I yeah. think. That's why we made I it out a little bit easier. Way. Yeah, we made it out a little bit easier because there were a lot of other shoes outside of Jordan that were still pretty popular. Mm-hmm. So fortunate, but yeah. that, that's what I see. No, so, I agree with you. I kind of went through the same thing. Yeah. So you mentioned okay. So um, the second one you mentioned was the pre-order, and then what was the third thing that you said? Uh, or, or you said there was three things. Oh, the, the thing? third wave was the whole resale stuff and the crazy campouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so technically there'd be four, cause but the pre-order wave was really small. It was like two, three years. Mm-hmm. Then the resale game from like twenty thirteen to twenty nineteen. Yeah, around that. Yeah, and that's when like if you were size eight during that time frame, sucks mm-hmm. to be you, bro. Mm-hmm. We talked I about this before. I mean, eight oh, and a yeah. half. Man, oh, that time was God. rough, man. I didn't buy if anything. If you weren't top three in line, you ain't getting a shoe. Period. <laughs> I was eight and a half, and believe me, like I didn't buy, like I couldn't, I couldn't afford to pay resale, man. It was like ridiculous. It became one of those things where I was like, if I can't get it for retail, I, I can't get it. It was one of those things. So, but did you camp though? I did. I did camp, and I have a lot of size nines because of that. I couldn't get size eight and a half. It was like anything between eight and nine were almost like impossible to get unless you camped. And then if you did, if you didn't get your size or you didn't camp, then you're paying at least double, if not triple retail. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So 
I know the size, the big, the big footers now are feeling that like the size <laughs> 11 to 13s. Yeah. Those it's guys quick. now. Yeah. It's switched now. Now it's the big footers and they're feeling that. And trust me, I, I feel their pain because I lived through that too. And it was more so just like, I don't even know what the, the exact reason. I feel like the big footers now, it's because they don't make it as many of the big foot sizes. No, That's no, why no, the resellers are tired. I feel that it's one of those, it's them exchange students after COVID happened and they all went back to their countries. Because mm-hmm. those are the group of people that were paying that crazy amounts of money was the exchange students. Yeah, it was definitely the Asian kids that had like that were wearing the size eight to nines. Now I feel now it's big footers because but they all they went don't... back though, and they didn't come back, and that changed the sneaker economy. Mm, okay, that's an interesting take. I didn't even think about that, but yes, I knew that when I camped out and I seen you know ten guys in front of me and they're all no, Asian guys. Go I'm home. like shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm like I'm not getting my size. These guys are. I looked at their feet too. I'm like these guys are my size. I'm not getting my size. But it was even that. It was the resellers. You still weren't touching shit if you were ten. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then it's like one of those, depending on what store you went to and what size that manager wore. Yeah. So you had to look at for you, you had to look at what staff members work at your location. Yeah, right. Because remember, they're still allowed to sell 20 percent of their stock. And if that shoe was limited, if you were a top three, you ain't getting your size, period. Yeah. And even like four or five resellers are still buying it for their customers. There were some examples too where we would get like 10 pairs of something, right? So only like, so, but that's literally one size basically of everything. You might get two of one size somewhere, but um, kind of to your point, Marcus, like if, if one of the managers wants it or something like that, you know, Darn. there may not be a 10. So yeah, that matters. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, the, the culture's definitely changed um, and the community's changed in terms of, being able to walk into the store, being able to just grab whatever you want. Whereas now, again, you have either lineups or raffles, campouts, you know, it's evolved. I think it's way easier now in like 2023 versus like 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you talk to like some of these youngin kids that weren't out there for a Jordan store, you don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. to them, it's an urban legend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially like with some of these 2000 kids you weren't there yeah, no, I don't. they definitely like, don't know 2000 kids don't know about this about those yeah. crazy lineups that were going on at jordan's door yeah, that was crazy that's crazy well, the campouts um, were the days man and 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 i'm glad that you mentioned that because i did meet a lot of people at campouts i did like it was one of those things i'd pull up by myself you know, you're spending a, a good amount of the night there. You no, got you nothing with really... people for 10, 12 hours. Exactly. You got nothing better to do. And you're going to the same niggas there next week, too. Exactly. <laughs> and a week after that. Yep. And you build and relationships. Month, you build relationships. You build a you network. your girlfriend. <laughs> their side chicks. <laughs> your cousins. Yeah. But no, but like you're networking with these family. people, right? You're, you're talking Pardon? with them, you're networking them, you're getting to know them. They become people that you recognize, and then later Some on, become then you then later on, they become your friends, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it has changed a lot since then, and then it's even evolved more now. Like, it's more just like raffles and online drops and things like that, too. So, it's crazy to see what the sneaker community has evolved to or what the culture has evolved to. But at the same time, it's like we also didn't get 
the amount of drops that were going on, at least back when Rich and I were kids. Like, but you know, we you talk no, about Canada your Canada is completely discriminated against. We're second class citizens. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, like it's gotten a lot better. Yes. Like, remember when we got House of Hoops? That it was a big deal. Oh, it was a huge deal when that faded black Kobe dropped at our House of Hoops. That was like one of I think the that was like the only in store in Canada. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, but it definitely has has changed. Landscapes changed quite a bit. But let's talk a little bit about what's in your collection because I know you've been to the campouts, you've done the raffles, you've done the online, you've experienced all that. But what now is in your collection now that you are able to stack your boxes up and you know pick the stuff that you like? So are you typically loyal to just the Jordan Nike because that's what you grew up on? you know, in the end ones and or whatever basketball sneakers, or are you into other stuff too now? Like, you know, there's new balances that are on now ASICs that are doing big now, like a lot of other brands that uh, are on the, uh, are on the landscape. Honestly, I'm more uh, still a Nike person. Like mm-hmm. I don't just have J's like I have phones. Yeah. Right. I have okay. some Reeboks. I got some Iversons. Like I have some right. other stuff just besides, like, a couple pairs of Yeezys. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lots of Kobe's. Also, I hooped in my... Co- yeah, there's some Kobe's that I regret trashing hooping in. That makes well, me I mean, cringe. Now, because... Now, obviously, because they're pretty sought after now. But back then, and Trev talks about this all the time, you oh, could easily walk into a store and get Kobe's on man, sale. Kobe's were sitting. Yo, they were sitting on sale... I got a story about Kobe's about being on sale. Yeah, yeah, okay. I want to hear it. So, you know the Kobe 7s, the Olympic ones? Mm -hmm. I bought those at Sivu Play on clearance for 100 bucks. Yeah, to ball in probably, to play ball in, I'm I'm sure. I who didn't know, I, I destroyed those. Exactly. Everyone bought Kobe's to ball in. Nobody was wearing them casually. Everyone needed, no. everyone that was like, I need a cheap ball shoe. They're like, oh, I'm going to go buy a co- pair of Kobe's, right? A pair of Kobe 5 Taos's. I bought those at Sports Check at Yorkdale for $65. Yeah, that's a, that's about <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Trash though. Yeah. Nothing will beat my Kobe 6 All Star story at Dixie for 60 bucks. Yeah. And the, and those retro too, right? Those actually uh-huh. retro. And people are paying money for those now, right? But uh, yeah, got you got, like, it was few, easy to get uh, stuff GR on colors, sale. twenty bucks, like three or four pairs at twenty bucks. Gr pairs. Yeah, does uh, it hurt your do... feelings of certain ones you trashed for those cheap prices? Oh, I I flipped them all. I sold them all. So Kobe ain't playing ball. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? I was playing ball, but I was wearing the Kobe uh, nine highs or whatever to play ball in. Like I was... that is the best ever... Kobe ever constructed. Thank you. It is. And uh, right. also, I was wearing Nike Hike for Dunks a lot to play ball in because the Hyper Dunks from like 2007 to like 2013 were amazing. So, okay. Well, I mean, your collection is a lot of variety there, but still Nike or still basketball uh, yeah. influenced for sure. Um, but are there any pairs that maybe you're still on the hunt for? Is there like a grail pair for you? Honestly, I have every shoe that I really want that costs less than five bills. Okay, and then what? Okay, so then what would be some of your favorite pairs then that you have? Well, my favorite shoe of them all are Flint Thirteens. Oh, okay. I like that one too. That's a good pair. Mm. Are you one of those guys that collects all the releases of them because they've released what three times now? Yeah, Yeah, you you have all three versions. 
No, I don't have the 97 ones. I have the 2010 ones. You know, yeah. I actually bought those on eBay for like 170 That was a good time too because chains weren't really that expensive either. Like you could find deals on eBay. You know what I mean? No, like there was it used to be the lick. Yes. Before then they started putting those stupid ass taxes and shit on it <laughs> for import charges. <laughs> and start to ruin my fucking life with that shit. <laughs> now, eBay was the lick. Especially when our dollar was good. Oh, yes. Like yeah. that 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like our dollar was nice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's when it was like that 85 to like 95 cents. Yeah. Like yeah. it was proper. Yeah, right no, I remember those times. Yeah, vividly. I think the only thing you had to worry about was if the seller was going to actually send it to you or if they were real, right? But you had to do your research. Yeah, back then. True. Yeah, hey, you can you can you can file you can file a claim for sure, but still that's still you know a bitch. But anyways, like, but you, you could... still always had PayPal as your savior if they tried some fugazi shit. Yeah. So honestly, I didn't feel any pressure of buying shoes online during that era because PayPal was there to protect you. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so Flint Thirteen, that's that's your sneaker. The Flint Thirteen is your sneaker. That's your yeah. favorite of all time. And then you said that uh, any grail or any sneaker that you have that's less than five bills, you pretty much own it. Is there anything else there? I mean, is there anything in that list that's uh, that you're, you know, you were proud to add to your collection when you got that pair aside from the Flint 13s? Obviously, like, well, when I made the joke about bread 11s, <laughs> the D boy shoe. So when that shoe finally came out in 2012, I needed that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That year was the that was the Jordan Eleven holiday shoe, right? Yeah, yep. when we thought we were all gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> when the Mayan calendar expired. Yeah. I remember that release too. That release was a shit show as well. That uh, I was at the, the house of the Red Eleven homie for that. The, yeah. the lineup was long. It was long. It was crazy. But was crazy. Uh, and he was middle of the pack, and he got his pair in his size. So, I mean, if you really wanted it, you you could get it for sure. But no, that Did line you... was deadly. Yeah. That line was, it was that a, line it was, was a it was, was a long one and it was a thick one too. For some reason, they they didn't care about pushing people into like a single file close to the wall. Like it just completely filled the sidewalk. I remember that it was ridiculous. Like people that were actually walking the sidewalk couldn't walk on the sidewalk. That's how many people there were. The only reason I got a pair is because one of my boys finessed me in at because the security guard opened up the other doors. Oh, and let the other yeah. side in first. Yeah, mm. see, that's why I don't be trusting malls. When there's a release like that, I want <laughs> right? to go to a store where there's only one door that you can get to. Can get into it. I remember, I remember when the the Bread Fours did the black the the Black Friday release on the 2012. Bread Fours 2012. Yeah. I was lined up at Eaton Center to go to Foot Locker, and everyone, even the security guard, was saying you got to go to this door, and everyone was lining up this door. The somebody else uh, said, "Oh, the other doors open the other side," and a bunch of people came in from the other side. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Thankfully, I still got my my pair, but it wasn't. Now my they're size. more better at. at they both are better now. At Dufferin Mall and Eaton Center of it's always Indigo. Yeah, they're better now. It's more. It's definitely you know they've made adjustments. They did make adjustments. They always make sure that it's the same entrance or whatever because it's just it, it's just better for security to be able to handle shit, right? Like they don't want to have to worry about some other entrance being like opened by surprise and then having to deal with something unexpectedly, right? But yeah, no, the red eleven that was, was that always in the 
Yeah. No, but Bread Eleven was that sneaker that you were proud to to add to your collection. Maybe stem back from when you were younger and you said, you know, I need to have that shoe. And then when it finally came out, you're like, yes, I can finally afford the shoe and I don't have to sell drugs to get it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Dope. But we mentioned earlier that you were on uh you're on the panel when I was watching the replay of that because I wasn't I wasn't there to witness it, but I enjoyed watching it because I remember when you guys were talking about like what's on feet today and whatever. And then Marcus went into this whole like I'm rocking the Messier throwback jersey with my shatter backboard 3.0s. And he had a whole fit breakdown, which I liked. like. Like mm-hmm. we don't normally do that. We always just talk about what's on foot. But Marcus, he was talking about his whole fit. So I wanted to ask, you know, I whenever I see you, you're always, you know, you're always pretty coordinated. So um I try you know, to. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you incorporate outfits and fashion into your sneaker selection? Because you're not just picking sneakers. I find like you like to, you know, you like to either match your sneakers with you know, either the colors or you have a story behind oh, the outfits that you put in. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you had a smaller collection at the time, it was you already know the shoes coming out. Mm-hmm. Depending on how limited it is, remember, we're Canadian. We live in Toronto. Yeah. So we have to get past, especially back in those days of, is it coming to Canada first? Right. No, don't get hyped that you see the fucking picture on Nice Kicks. (laughs) Calm the fuck down. (laughs) We need to get past to the part of, is it coming to Canada first? Right. Then I get happy about the shoe. So with certain colorways, it's like, all right, yo, what fit could I wear with that? Sometimes it might even just be, you might just start your outfit from just a fitted that you have on your, like in your closet. Right. Because some of those outfits be costing a lot of money. Of course. Yeah. So it's like, I'm a huge Jersey head. Mm -hmm. So I was a Jersey head, like before the sneakers. Okay. uh, Because they were also more affordable. So jerseys were like, what, a bill? Bill 50 back. There's no resale okay. really on jerseys. I mean, unless you're buying like vintage stuff or like authentic stuff or, or that type of thing. But yes, you're right. Readily available, easy to yeah. cop. Lots of different colors, lots of different teams, that sort of thing. Yeah. So then it's like one of the unless you start buying Mitchell and that's authentics. Right. And that's just a whole different ball game. That is a different ball game. Like you need some bread to buy a certain Mitchell. Like they have sales, but the Canada thing again, the customs. Yeah, the duties, the, the shipping. The duty. You learn how to figure your way around some of that shit mm-hmm. year later, like of self-clearing your item. Mm-hmm. Then you got to take that stupid-ass trip to Britannia Drive. <laughs> yeah. Or go to the airport, getting a U.S. drop shipping address and all this extra crap. But it takes time to learn those skills. Of course, yeah. So it's like... Here, I'll show you an example. Just let me go show my closet. Like, I have a lot of things. So Marcus is showing us this top shelf is like, whoa, that's a nice fitted collection there. Lots of, yeah, lots of variety there. Having a deep fitted, and this is just like all on-fields and shit like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And just a basic team on field fitted, so full shelf in the typical closet, the whole top shelf filled with fitted. And then the show the all hung below is all jerseys that look like. And this is my jerseys. Yeah, so full closet of jerseys and fitteds. It's just one closet. So it's like then you have like your dress shirts and stuff like that. You can't always just wear streetwear. But it's like when you start to develop like a lot of them, you learn to 
All right, like for example, this penny jersey, right? Yeah. The black pinstripe penny hardaway jersey, yeah. Classic. And because I'm a sneakerhead too, Penny also wore the anniversary foams. There you go. So that's you're easy. just gonna rock that. But that's just something simple. Yeah. Or it's like yeah. one of those I have like a mellow Nuggets jersey. I also have the cool gray Jordan 19s. Mm, okay. That he wore like the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and I like that. You you tell a story with your jersey and your and your sneaker, which not a lot of people would recognize. Um, but if you know your history, with you know, you know, right? yeah, of you know, course. yeah, of course. And I appreciate stuff like that. You know, like obviously Messier didn't wear shadow back four threes, but they went well with the jersey colors. But the jersey itself, you know, that was a dope jersey. You know, and it was a fitting people sneaker to rock in terms of color. Yeah, that was a that was a dope jersey. Like um, every time I've ever worn that jersey, I've always got compliments. Yeah, rightfully so. That's a that's a dope. But jersey. the crazy thing about buying that jersey, so I bought a Gretzky one around the same time, which is this. Yeah. Okay. The classic blue and orange Oilers. Yeah, I have that as well. Yeah. So that's a nice one. Around the time when I got that, I'm like, I always remember the. 85 all-star game jersey like that jersey was always sick mm -hmm. so then it's like okay i want to buy one so i find it on ebay or whatever but then it's like i don't want another gresky jersey mm -hmm. so then it's like now i go on google of all right who made the all-star team that year so you go through the list or whatever all right yeah i can't buy a scrub all right who made the hall of fame <laughs> yeah 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 so then it was like between Messier and Paul Coffey. I'm like, well, I actually met Mark Messier before. He was nice. All right, let's get his. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a story behind it too. Yeah. So, so. that's how, like, why I chose uh, Messier. I'm like, the man's still a Hall of Famer. Man scored 500 goals. And he wasn't a dickhead when I met him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, green light to get his jersey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I like I like hearing where the inspiration comes from because there are a lot of people that put together the fits and you know like and don't even know who the player of the jersey is. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking you know things like that. They're, you know they're going by the color and things like that too, right? I hate Which that. I understand, but they don't take the time to understand like who the players were, what they did, you know, maybe they're just buying it out of, you know, popularity like you know, a lot of people are buying rap. Like when the Raptors won the championship, people just Don't wanted dino jerseys. They just that. wanted oh dino jerseys. And everyone just wanted dino jerseys. They didn't give a shit about the Raptors. You know what I mean? That's why I love this one. Yes, sir. Yes. So the Vince Carter, the away jersey with the purple in the front and black on the back. And it's not the Mitchell and Ness remake that they did. No, it's the a swing, man. I had that joint in high school, man. And my job in New York at the time. And dudes is like, why the fuck you wear a Toronto Raptors jersey? But I love Vince Carter, man. Yeah. And, so, everybody loved Vince Carter during that time frame. Yeah. Yeah, man. Vince was like, the shit. I mean, I, I was following him since since college. So, I was watching yeah. him when he was there. And then he was transitioning into the league. So, yeah. Like, he for was, some of these younger fans guy, who man. might be watching this, whatever John Moran was before the gun shit happened, <laughs> that was Vince Carter. <laughs> he was on that level. <laughs> Yes. Sure. Before the gun fuckery. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but it's nice to know that you know you're you know you have an inspiration. You know you ha- you're very well put together when you put your fits together. It's not just a sneakers. I like that you can you know throw the whole thing together. But it was nice to hear that actually on the panel because I missed that you know being there at SneakerCon. But when I heard that, I was like. You know, I, I like that, you know, like we all talk about fits and all that stuff, too, and how you put together like you can have a dope sneaker, but if you don't know how to put a fit together with it and sometimes the sneaker is lost. Right. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. like it, it kind of compliments it. It's like with a shoe, too. Right. When you look at a shoes, I, I could admire a shoe, not for me per se, but it may look good on on that person. I think the same thing goes with outfits. I see some outfits where I'm like. There's no way in hell I'm wearing that shit. But the dude that's rocking it, he's rocking the <laughs> fuck out of it, man. So that's to each his own is, is what I say with that. But yeah, I, I agree. Nah, I think, sure. you know, the outfit should complement the shoes. And you don't have to go crazy. You know, if you got loud shoes, simple outfit works. Okay, you see this? Yes, the Kobe White. So he's got the Kobe Home White number eight Kobe jersey. So I have the... Uh, that's the authentic, no? moment shoe. Of when he scored against Phoenix, and I have those six, so I'll wear that with that jersey. Mm-hmm. When, like, when they did the whole poster and all that crap to it. So it's like with yeah. certain jerseys, I actually have those kicks that go with it. I think that's dope too. Like, as somebody that takes pride in basketball history, so you know about the basketball history, the stats, the games that they played, but you also have a wide knowledge of sneakers too. So you can put those two together. It's almost like your worlds are colliding there, which is super dope. And that's, uh, you know, that's kind of like a lot of where the inspiration for those. But yeah, no, it was, it was definitely refreshing to hear that. I think we should start doing things like that when we do panels or even just like, um, oh, what's your fit? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like a what's your fit kind of thing, right? Or even like uh, we had uh, shout out to, to Bryce Kicks. He, we had him on too. And he has on his Instagram, like ways to rock a sneaker. You know, sometimes a sneaker, like Rich said, may not be for you, but Rich could, you know, say like, you know, I like the 19s and not it's not for everybody, but this is how I would rock a 19. You know, if you're thinking about rocking a 19 and that's not a sneaker that maybe you just see the sneaker and you think, oh, you know, that's ugly sneaker, but put it together with a fit and this is what I rock with it. Then you, might, you, be able to see how that, you might be able to see how that sneaker you mm-hmm. know, works well with everything, right? So I use his videos a lot, actually. Like sometimes just where he's styling something, I'm like, oh, I never thought to style it like that. That's actually a good idea sort of thing, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's kind of what, what I thought of when I saw the the replay of that segment at SneakerCon. I thought that was dope. But, you know, like we're, we're talking about sneakers and, you know, you definitely have your taste in sneakers too. But what would you say is like the criteria for Marcus's selection for a dope sneaker? Like, does it have to be like good materials? Does it have to be comfort? Is it colorways that match your jerseys? Do they have to be OGs? Do they have retros? Like that type of thing. What are some of the, the main criteria that make a sneaker into your collection? First, it's, is it coming to Canada? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I have a chance at getting it? Yeah. How are they doing the drop? Mm-hmm. Because you could have all that material, colorway, and all that shit as much as you want. How are you going to get the shoe? Right. But let's just say, say for the sake of the argument, you could get it from StockX. You could get it from Goat. You can get it from nah, eBay. I ain't going there. Hell no, 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 no. So you don't, you don't pay resale for your sneakers? Fuck well, no. I'll do that shit. <laughs> it's a retailer okay. bust. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so Marcus specifically, like that very... I mean, that could be a criteria. It has to be retail. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great criteria. Like if it's oh, that's over my number one rule. Like there's literally probably like five or six shoes 
out of all of that back there that I've actually paid resale for. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm with you on that. Like you're talking about size eight to nine days. That was me. Like I probably paid, there was like a handful of sneakers in maybe about 60 sneakers that I paid resale for because I just wasn't doing it. I was was not paying those prices for sneakers. So that was number one for me. So I get that. So for sure. So let's put that but at like, the top of your I'll list. I'll cap part. out and I'll put the work in. Mm-hmm. I just need to know who has it and where am I going to go get it? Yeah, of course. And oh. fortunately enough for me, I live in the midtown of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to travel two, three hours to go to Jordan's store when we yeah. had it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's relatively accessible. My stock Ronsi's is a seven-minute bike ride from my house. Yeah, yeah. So let's just say the sneakers in Canada, okay? Like the sneakers that you want are in Canada. So the top of the, your list is crossed off. What after that then? Like what makes your collection? Like does it have to be colorways, materials? You know, what is it? Well, with the material, sometimes you won't know until you actually get the shoe in your hand. So to evaluate the materials, that's just icing on the cake when like, ooh, this leather is actually really nice. When you see it, it's like, yo, those are fire. Like, I need those. So for me, it's I need to like the shoe immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeezy 700s. I fucking hate that shoe with a passion. I can't stand it. But I still go get it and just use it for resale money to buy something else. Sure. Trade bait, whatever the case is. Yeah, okay. Great trade bait. So sometimes I like when shoes that are ugly so that I can save some money. <laughs> it won't go in your collection, but it might go in somebody else's that could trade you for something that will go in your collection. Exactly. Got you. Okay. And because like when you've been doing this long enough, you start to establish yourself with certain people of you're that guy. Like in my family, I am Marcus who lives in Toronto who gets everything. Okay. That's just what I am in my family. Marcus in Toronto. Got it. Who has all yeah. the shoes. You want shoes? You call cousin Marcus. Because I don't have siblings, so you can't say uncle. Yeah. I'm an only child. But it's like, that's what you are. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, once you get to the like, okay, those are fire. I need those. You might already have an outfit already planted in your head. Of, what am I going to rock with, with those? Mm. So colorway is definitely one of those things then for you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay, you know, like the LeBron Zoom Generations? Mm-hmm. So that was a shoe I really wanted as a kid, and I just never got them. Yeah. So when they re-retro them shits, oh, I made sure I was on the ball on that shit, on point. Yeah. And so nostalgia. Nostalgia is another thing then, too, that's on your list. Oh, definitely. Nostalgia is huge. Yeah, okay. So, like, when they did the St. Vincent, St. Mary's LeBrons, mm-hmm. I'm like, those are sick. I need those. I don't care about resale. I need those for me. Now it's who's going to get them. So then you just go down that whole rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Who's getting them? Who's doing the drop? What time do they open or whatever? Mm-hmm. All of that. So it's like going through all of that. Then, yeah. like, for example, earlier this year, they dropped the LeBron Zoom Generation first games. Yeah. I always remember that shoe on, like, Hand kicks back in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they did something else with like the Cleveland floor or whatever when they won the championship. And that shit was like $2,000. Yeah, it was crazy back then, man. So, like, 
you were just looking at like, yo, those would be so cool. Like, I would love a pair of those, but I ain't paying that. No, that was ridiculous. Like, I have my threshold, which is four fifty out of my own pocket. Anything mm-hmm. about that, I'm not fucking paying for it. Yeah, fuck it, leave it alone. Like it, it is what it is. So price is another thing, then. No, nah, but retail, most shoes all cost under three bills. Yeah, if you touch it for retail, and like ninety five percent of my collection is all retail. Like I'm the original owner. I lined up. Yeah. Like if you look at the receipt, it's like those are the last four digits of my debit or credit card. Sure. Yeah. 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 Or like my name's on the receipt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking about LeBron's then specifically, when they started retroing some of those, you know, super oh, soft, yeah. you copped? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like Christ the Kings, red carpets, you talk about watch the throne nines. Like there's all these pairs that LeBron dropped that back, you know, when they were just either PEs or oh, when limited. Oh, dropped again? I needed those. <laughs> yeah. That was a 1000% must cop. Yes. Well, and speaking of retros then, like, do you prefer some of the older, like I know Jordan's got, like, and you lived through the days when, you know, when they first retro, like, let's just take the Flint 13th, for example, right? Like that, the 2010 pair is the, is the first retro that they had for that. And then what was the second one? Was 2013 or something? What was the second one? No, so they did 97, 2010, and 2020. Yeah. So... Do you prefer those older retros or do you prefer some of the newer retros? Like in terms of quality, colorway, like because you know they change it up, right? Like one oh, of those no, ones didn't Jordan have the three. always have some way to fuck that shit up. Right? Like they, they always change some shit up. So do you prefer some of the older retros that have that better quality, but maybe I they're do. harder to find, or maybe they're even sometimes not wearable? Them falling apart and crumbling yeah. because like most Nike shoes honestly have that 10-year mark. Yes, they do. Then that glue dries up and it disintegrates and it starts to peel apart. Yeah. So it's like one of those, like, even when people hit me up of, are you sure you want to buy that old-ass shoe? Like, because <laughs> you're going to have to take them to save your kicks at some point. Yeah, save your kicks. Kanatsuki, we have a couple of guys in the city for sure. Both been on our pod too. And they've, yeah, they've spoken about some of the pairs that they've restored. And yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So if you are looking to buy those older retros, and you know, then you gotta pay. So it's like you gotta pay. Yeah, you're gonna pay four fifty for a nine year old shoe that's gonna probably crumble on you after three wears. Then you're still gonna go take them to his ass to go drop another bill in chains to fix it. And then any possible donor pairs that you may have to purchase to to get the parts for to switch. That's my dog. Just leave that shit alone. So you're saying so you're saying um you'd prefer the newer retros, even though there's some changes, may not be the same as what you you were used to seeing. You like, still prefer the fact that it's wearable, the wearability. Like for factor. example, okay, Aqua Eights. Yeah. And they did them in twenty sixteen, I think it was. Yeah, with the gray on it and the sparkly shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the fucking sparkle shit. Yeah. yeah very it's not is not okay. <laughs> shit looks like glitter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't happy did. that they did that with the glitter pair. But then it's like one of those, do I really want to go back to 08 yes. and knowing that she's gonna come apart? Yeah. So what so would your choice be in that in that in that situation? I'm buying a twenty sixteen pair. I don't you're doing, you're, doing you're and you're gonna just you'll live with the fact that it's not exactly the way that you would have liked it, but it is a sneaker that you wanted, just not with the details 
exactly to what. Uh, but if I really want to be that petty about it, then you can go take them to one of the sneaker stores and have them chip off the glitter and repaint that bitch again. <laughs> oh, oh, you'd get them to 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 modify the newer retro. Sometimes yes, but then also it's what are your finances? Right, of course. So then with these retros, do you like seeing um you know brands doing these retros like and it's not just with Jordans, you're talking about like Reebok, like you talked about Iversons, you have Iversons, like the questions have come out uh, again and again, right? We're talking about uh, even Shaq's pairs that are coming out again. We're talking about a bunch of Air Max grills that have. Oh, like when they did well. those Denver colorway for the threes, for the Iverson questions, I bought yeah. a pair of those. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. Or even just retroing stuff like that are PEs or considered I like. I love PE retros. Love that shit. Yeah. Okay. So you like seeing brands doing more retros and re releasing stuff that wasn't readily available. Like basically turning unicorns into regular horses again <laughs> yeah like okay you know those all black with just that red uh pair of jordan nines jordan nine oh oh whatever it's called charcoal that no not charcoal Is no charcoal like this all black and just the just logo's red the jump in is red whose pe was that that was quentin richardson's oh q rich mm. right okay that makes sense yeah like, there is, like, they've done a couple pairs of Quinn Richardson PE colors that people don't even know. You know that all black and a uh, little bit of blue Jordan 13s? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. his. I don't know yeah, that. yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. That one. That's his Orlando colorway. Right. Yeah, I've seen that one. Some people don't even know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's other PE colorways as, like, those were Derek Anderson PE. Derek Anderson PE on the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Bibby colorway ones and stuff like that, mm. right? Like, like those like black and purple 13s. Those are Bibbies. Yeah. Mellow mm -hmm. twos. What about the mellow twos, right? Mm -hmm. Like things like that. Well, no, I agree two, with you. I agree with you. I love that they're they actually have his back. name on it. And like when they did the 19s, they actually put mellow in the soul. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, mm -hmm. that was mellow. Or even remember when the, remember when the Ray Allen 13s came out? Mm -hmm. Never touched those. So. those. No, neither did I. But I mean, like, it was nice to see that they retroed those. They still went for money, but they were you know, the specifications to that to that PE, to my knowledge. But uh, I mean, I like when they do oh, shit the like PE that. That no one cares about the Chris Paul thirteens. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I those love like my pair. The radar. They're nice but too. But they're like yeah, brick. They just, yeah, no, they it's just... crazy because it's crazy because when he wore them, everyone went nuts for them. But and then when they them. actually released them. Then for some reason nobody wanted them. It was it's kind of backwards in that sense. You but know? they were limited when they dropped. Yeah, which yeah, is, there wasn't a lot of them. It's crazy. I don't. It just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't. That hit. mentality is crazy that to pair. me. Like you talk about these LeBron colorways that were like limited. Everyone was like, "Oh, I need to have this. I need to have this." And then as soon as they, they GR drop, drop they GR drop. Then everyone's like, "Ah, you know what? I'm good." Nobody wants it. That's how it goes. So. But I'm with you. Like, I love seeing shit like that. And I love seeing them, you know, bring back stuff. Even if there is a change, sometimes you have to live with the change because you're right. Like, for me, like the Air Max One Safari Atmos, um, you know, retro, I'm not buying that older pair because it's just not wearable. Right. And if, and that's even if I can find a pair that's in a decent enough condition that I can restore it. Uh, but you still have to put money into that as well. 
right? But you know, how about things like restocks? Because when you got when you were on the panel, you guys talked about the panda dunks. You know, we just mm-hmm. talked about the the we talked about the Yeezy zebras and stuff too. Like, what are your thoughts on them? restocking pairs and continually doing these like shock drops and things like that for pairs that people thought were, you know, limited or hard to get. Then all of a sudden they have a second chance, third chance, maybe even, you know, fourth chance for that matter. Right. Well, pandas like 40th chance. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think pandas, (laughs) (laughs) that's in a different tier in itself, but you know, there are now opportunities where you can get sneakers, you know, multiple times, not just on drop day. If it's sold on drop day, you can wait it out and maybe they'll uh, release it again. Um, Like what are your thoughts on things like that? Because you're going to screw yourself over hoping that they're going to get a drop again. And say if they restock it, yo ass at work. Then what you going to do? Yeah, but then that puts you into the category of paying two, three bands for a satin bread, right? Like you waited and now you got your wish and you got your pair in hand, right? Well, my limit was 400. So it's one of those that it is what it is. Yeah. So you're, so you're, I mean, you're okay with the restocks, but you're just, you don't want to wait too many times. Like after the first restock, you're like, okay, that's it. I'm pulling the trigger. If it comes out again, I'll take my L, but at least it's a smaller L than, you know, a $2,000 uh, Yeezy Zebra or a $3,000 satin bread. No, nah, but like with certain shoes, like if they, for example, restock the Kobe. Yeah. Like people bought them, but it's like at that time is just, okay, so you got them. Like if you don't hit it on the first day and they restock on it, where are you when it restocks? Like your ass might be at work. Mm-hmm. So it's irrelevant about the restock. You can't do nothing about it. Like there was times when I was in college at Humber and I'd hear about a restock at Eaton Center. I was like, bro, I'm in fucking Etobicoke. Yeah. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do about this information? Like, thanks for calling me. I appreciate it. <laughs> but I'm in Etobicoke. Yeah. No, unfortunately, you can't control the dates that it comes out to, you know, sync up with your schedule. But what I'm saying is like, do you appreciate the fact that they're at least restocking them so that the people missed out on the first time no, I don't may have another chance? Yeah, I'm being <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's fair enough. If now, it's, if, if a restock and like they put it on like Foot Locker's website of Jordan 4s are restocking or whatever, okay, cool. At least I can plan my weekend around it mm-hmm. and I have time to prepare for it. Right. Not, oh, a shipment came in on Thursday at 3 30. The fuck am I supposed to do with that information? No, I was yeah. Sorry, I was more I was more talking about like uh, scheduled restocks, things like that, like panda dunks. Oh, right? those like, are great. Yeah. Shit. Now I can maybe get an extra pair for some trade baits, especially if you already had the shoe and you have the time. Then yeah, that's great because it's like one of those. If you're already resold the first one, I already have your money, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, for sure. So, okay. Well, I mean, like, that's fair enough. Absolutely. I think, I think it's definitely changed in terms of the way that we purchase sneakers now, the way that uh, they're dropping stuff. I feel like the sand breads is a good example because when the news of those releasing was coming out, I think a lot of people thought they were still going to be hard to get to, but you know, it's, I th- and, and like Rich said, like, no, they're so hard. It's just StockX told them that they were a brick. So they left it alone. Let's be real. That could be it too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, whatever the case is, they're still 
readily available. It's not going to be hard to get. Or if you have to pay resale, it's not going to be as high as what you probably thought it might have been when the news first released. Because, you know, originally you're thinking satin breads, oh my God, limited sneaker when they first release. These are going to be hard to get. And I really wanted them when they first released. That might be a problem. But seeing how it rolled out, it didn't go that way. So, you know, what do you think the direction of the sneaker community is going in, especially seeing things like that, maybe seeing things like dunks now pretty much sitting for a lot of the newer colorways and things like that. Yeezys, you know, kind of have come to that uh, sort of situation as well. How do you see the sneaker community maybe in the next five years down the road? Like, do you think it's going to change? Do you think it's going to go up, down? Like, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts for that, it's, it's an economy thing. Yeah. And it's a StockX thing. People do whatever StockX tells them. So yeah. StockX was telling you that this shoe was $800. Like before release, you mean? Yeah. Okay. You'd have to line up for two days for these. Mm-hmm. But because StockX ended up saying that they're like slightly above retail, you get what you see on Nike.ca right now. Yeah. So you think a lot of the third-party apps are going to be dictating how we purchase yeah. sneakers? Yes. Yeah. In this shoe game now... People don't buy what they like. They buy what StockX tells them to like. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I know we've spoken about that before too. Because back when you were a kid, you liked the N1s, you caught the N1s. You liked the Dadas, you caught the Dadas. A little bit had to do with the fact that maybe you couldn't afford the Jordans or you know whatever the case was. But you found something else that you liked and you rocked <laughs> the shit out of it. You know, like yep. the Kobe's, for example. You know, maybe people weren't into Kobe's back then, but you wanted them to play ball in and you trashed them and you loved them. You enjoyed them, that sort of thing. Maybe you regret now because if you see how sought after you are, you you recognize how dope of a sneaker that always was. And to replace that might be a lot harder. But yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that a lot of people can't walk into a store and, and tell you what they like unless they check a third party market app first, right? Well, for with that in and of itself, it's... I'm not sure if you've done a table at SneakerCon, but when these little 2,000 kids come to your booth, first thing they do, pull out your cell phone, go to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Then they can start shopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Then sometimes it's a bunch of store fucking owners who are just trying to come out and buy shit for their store for inventory. Yeah, we see all that. So it's yeah, like, that's that- just what it is. So you think that that's what the, yeah. the landscape's going to be in the next five years? Just pretty much, yep. yeah. I mean, that's fair for sure. And we see a lot of that now. So maybe a lot might, sorry, maybe there might not be a lot of change uh, in the next five years, which is fair. And it's an economy issue too. Yeah. People can't afford this shit. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like people have a lot of other priorities now, especially with inflation and things like that too. Sneakers are definitely not on the top of a lot of Well, you see how much food be costing? Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) gas a lot of other things to rent like yo you see how much a combo at mcdonald's cost now oh yeah i know i know you gotta get that when i was a kid combos were 3.99 plus tax man 427 you know what's mad funny kev me and my wife were just talking about this shit like the mcdonald's combos and i remember i was in middle school so you're talking about y'all got kids so a trip to mcdonald's wait rick how many kids you have i got four Oh, Jesus Christ. That's an expensive day to make off. Yeah. That could be like a $70 family dinner, man, if you want Bro, like, McDonald's to treat people. For no, McDonald's. No, we, when I get the kids, like, we don't eat. We can't, I can't afford that. Like, me and the wife ain't eating that. That's just for the kids. Like, yeah, we're yeah. excluded from that. <laughs> I, I, just, you I see can't. how you have to make sacrifices? Yo, you yeah. got to make sacrifices. I, I, can't, I mean, Rich, come on. I can't. 
that day you're excluded, but you tell me you don't like those McDoubles. No, I do. But what I'm saying to you is that, like, if I get to, like, my kids, like, once a week, they can pick whatever takeout they want. So usually it's always McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's. Like, when they get their stuff, I don't have any. So you're talking about two Happy Meals and another kid wants a meal. I'm sorry, Jaden is excluded. You start working, I'm not buying no food. So, <laughs> like, he's, he's, nah, but let, like, let, no. let, let me rephrase that. I'm not That's buying a take, takeout. trip, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. So it, it, it can it, be an expensive it, it, trip, for sure. Like, if all six of you guys all get a combo, it like, one gets a mixed chicken combo with a super-sized fry. $70. $70, bro. $70, easy. Then the other person wants the sweet and sour sauce with their nuggets, and you want an extra one, and they're going to charge you more for sauce. Yeah, my kids got it down to a science, bro. Happy Meals, they don't want that apple juice anymore. It's either root beer or Fruitopia. I'm like, can you even do that? And then I go, sure enough. You can get the fucking. You don't got to get apple juice. You got to pay. So, you got to up. Yeah, you, there's an upcharge. Yeah, you got to. You got to upcharge that shit. But yeah. no, McDonald's. Yeah, yo, ninety eight, bro. A two cheeseburger meal, fries, drink. So you get two cheeseburgers, fries, drink, three dollars. Yeah, medium, right? Medium. Crazy. Yeah, but I mean, we to Marcus's point though, that, yeah, like the economy, it's definitely one of those things. The the sneaker community or the landscape will definitely change because. You know, just like McDonald's and Rich, you got to make sacrifices. So sometimes you can't buy all the sneakers that you want to. You may have to sacrifice certain pairs. Your list may get cut short to what pairs that you want to cop. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are going to, you know, the resale stores, the third-party market apps, you know, maybe the sneaker websites and the Instagram accounts to see what's popular first before they buy because they don't want to just buy anything that they want. They want to make sure that it's popular too, which is, I think, is unfortunate. You know what makes it worse is when you have a shorty and kids. (laughs) Because, like, if your shorty wants, like, oh, babe, I want these done. That's just like three bills right here. Oh, just to get a pair for yourself, that's 600 because you got to get one for her too. <laughs> just have to hope and pray she don't like them and think that they're ugly. It's like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, I definitely feel you. Oh, that's another thing that changed with the shoe game. So back in the day, you could line up and get one adult and a GS of any drop. And you're allowed to buy both because they're two different SKUs. Mm-hmm. Now, can't do that shit. Pick one or the other, right? It's one or the goddamn other. Yeah. So it's like your girl might have to come It's Like, nah, she might I have to line up with you. Yeah. And if you got some kids, come mm-hmm. on. and shit, you got four. So, oh lord, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's expensive, yeah. man. I just pulled this out randomly, but so okay, these. Cool gray now, imagine if Richard wants to do those family pictures with his four kids and his wife. Do you know how expensive this is just to, <laughs> for all of y'all just to wear these? <laughs> oh yeah. And so the men's the men's pair is what three thirty, right? Men's pair is three thirty. Yeah. A GS pair is what uh, one sixty, one seventy, one eighty, depending on yeah. how no, much the price is. Two ten, okay, two ten. And toddler pairs are ninety plus tax, so you're let's just say hundred and change. Ain't right? happening. Ain't happening. So that's four hundred <laughs> just for kids and toddler pairs, and then you need to pay uh, five hundred, five hundred fifty. So you're you're talking like a, a thousand bucks, one band right there. Yeah, I'm not even doing it. Thank God, my wife, like I said, is not into sneakers like that, and my daughter, <laughs> my, do- my daughter hates sneakers, and my son doesn't like Jordan, so I'm good, man. 
Yeah, I don't need to be doing all of that. But I like, see families all the time, and I'm like, you guys are bugging. Like, but just those think three... about doing that with four kids. But that's what I'm and saying. And, and four of those kids are going to, like, at least three of those kids are going to grow out of those shoes. So it's not even, like, it's something that they're going to be wearing for a long time. So, like, to me, it's just, it's not necessary um, to do all of that but for a picture. And then on top of it, some shoes you got to pay resale for. Uh, not happening. It's not happening, man. Not happening, yeah. Captain. Unfortunately, resale is one of those things that I don't think is going to go to win the next five years. That's for sure. No. Um, and then on top of it, it's like, then you got to locate all of them. Then you still got to go spend gas to go get them or whatever. Yeah. Or it's like you need to form that plug that can backdoor you six pairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah I'm sure fuck, it exists. Fuck, but yeah, that's a lot of that. work. It's a lot of work. All of that. For sure. But no, right. definitely interesting takes, man. I love the stories for sure. And that's kind of like why we wanted to get you on because we kind of, we got a glimpse of what Marcus is about at SneakerCon, but we didn't get the full picture. And I think the full picture is one of the things that, you know, we were interested because, you know, it's nice to always get to be able to chat with you at some of these events, you know, joining us, especially appreciate that at SneakerCon. That was fun too. But now we get the full story and, you know, even though there's a generation thing too, I feel like the fits how you cop sneakers and you know what you're actually copying is the same. You know, we share the same mentalities in a lot of ways. So definitely appreciate that, Marcus. Thank you so much, man. No worries. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. It's nice to finally have someone from my generation on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Understands the Michael Jordan Wizards days. You know, like Mike, that was like that was second up there with Space Jam when I was a kid. So I feel you, man. I feel you. Oh, like Mike was all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like the cameos. Yep. I've never Correct. watched it before, but I will make a point to watch it. No, because it was it was no, it wasn't bad. I watched it. Yeah. I watched okay. it because because Jaden, yeah, my oldest son, he's into ball, so we need to watch it. It wasn't terrible. Morris Chestnut in there. I'm about to oh, say, yeah, well. <laughs> so then you still had a young Brenda Song was in there. Yeah. Bowell at his peak. <laughs> Bawa was the man back then. I'll give him that. Yeah, he Mr. was. 106 in Park. Yeah, he was everywhere. So then it's like one of those. You had Vince Carter in there. Yeah. Jason Kidd was in there. Dirt. Dirt. It was. Yeah, it was. A, it was a decent movie. I can say it wasn't okay. for the All kids. Right. Like for the kids, it was good. Yeah. I'll give it a chance. I'll watch it. I'll give it a chance. Watch it with Kingston. He'll watch it. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> shout out. Oh yeah. man! Shout, shout out! Yeah. Shout out! Awesome. All right, shout outs. I'll kick it off. Speaking of the sneaker con, shout out to the homie JR. I ran into him quickly. He was there and he was jet and he actually fucking gave me a shirt. I, I don't know if it's from one of the vendors, but Trev, I will snap I will snap a pic and then you can add it to the slide for uh, for this ep- for this episode. But um shout out to the homie JR, man. Yeah, super dope shirt. Appreciate you. I had another one, but kind of lost it. Marcus. Appreciate you. Thanks for jumping on. As I said, I, it's nice to get a glimpse into a different generation, especially when it comes to kicks. You're always at all the shows and stuff, you know, always chopping it up, talking. You seem to get your hands on everything. So I agree. Marcus <laughs> has all the kicks. So, you know, but no, it's just like through the years just to see, like I said, Brandon to you at plenty of events. Like I said, had good conversations and things of that nature. So appreciate you, man. Love the stories and yeah, the fits, all that shit. All the pictures. How the fuck are you meeting all these people? Like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. Like, this guy's everywhere. Appreciate you, though, man. Thank you. 
Thank you. I got a shout out. I I just want to shout out. Well, first of all, I know Rich normally shouts him out, but shout out to the homies at Omnis. You know, I was there chopping it up with them. Actually, the day that I was there for that Stussy event, it was Andrew's <laughs> birthday. So shout out to him. I wish him a happy birthday that day, but happy belated birthday again. But shout out to all the homies at Omnis, especially for that sale. A lot of that Stussy stuff that they were selling was, it was all, you know, brand new stuff with tags and they were selling it for so cheap, man. And some of the stuff they had was just like super dope. Throw these uh, sales every once in a while and a lot of people sleep, but the people that know, they don't sleep and they're there and they're they're lining up. It was raining all day that day and people were out copying stuff, but shout out to them for always putting uh, together those sales. But I also want to shout out the homie Kanatsky because like, you know, I was rocking a few of the hybrids that he's done for me and I've just been peeping a lot of the stuff that he does in terms of, we talked about sneaker restores in the city, you talked about savior kicks. Kanatsky is another one of those guys. You looking for soul swaps, restorations, uh, any of that stuff. Shout out to him, like just with the work that he's been doing, like that red October pair that he uh, restored. I know you all saw that. Yeah, just, fucking like, dope. Yo, man, like crazy. Some of the shit fucking that he's dope. doing now, like fixing the spine on that and just like the straps and just everything that he does, his craft has just been evolving year after year. And this guy is just, in my opinion, top in the city when it comes to a lot of these restos. So right, shout out right. to him, man. Which one? The Red Which, October one? Red Octobers? Yeah. So you go on his page, it's on his page. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that too, Kev, I'm, I'm going to throw a shout out. Save your kicks. Shout out to you. They actually finished fucking Kali's butcher cherry. <laughs> I'm going to post some pictures in the chat group, uh, Kali, but uh, salute to Savior Kicks. Did an amazing job. I should have those in hand in a day or two. So excited to get those back. Awesome. I don't have any shout outs this week. Kali, any for you? Not at the moment, no. Nice. Certain spots to shout out. Good old 306 Young Street. <laughs> if you know, you know. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Grand opening, grand closing. R.I.P. to uh, what's that other store called? Too North Trooper. North Trooper. Okay. Shout out to you know Athlete World. <laughs> and that just <laughs> on. That back was my spot day. back in the day. Athletes World was my spot. I had a homie that worked there, so yeah. Shout out to Athletes World. Value sure. Mall. <laughs> Yeah, there. Shout out to people who play. Man, some of these mm-hmm. stores are what took care of us back in the day when we were poor and had no money. That are remember where you come from. Shout out even to Ugly Duckling. Ugly Duckling. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about okay. them. Some of the missed stores that are forgotten mm-hmm. and that are no longer with us. And mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to my parents, man. 25 yeah. years. That's yeah. big. That's a big, big one, business. Huh? So, so yeah, that's out for my shout outs for today. Awesome. Dope. Yeah. Like we said, Marcus, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Appreciate you jumping on stage with us at SneakerCon. That was super last minute. I feel like Rich basically grabbed you by your neck and was like, come on stage with us. We're pretty much. Channel. Come with us. Yeah, because he came much. by the booth of, yo, you want to come on stage? When? In like 10 minutes? <laughs> the funniest part about that is, is Rich was the last of us to get there. So we had to like bring him in. He literally came in with his bags. Literally, we walked right out to the stage, and he literally grabbed Marcus because we, because we were looking for one more person to come off with us. He's like, "Yo, Marcus, you're here. Come on, you're coming up stage with us. Let's go!" Like, we walk yeah, right, right to, to business. Stage, right to business. Like, by my booth or whatever. <laughs> so it's like, "Oh, hey, what's up? How's everything?" It's like, "Just cool." Yo, you want to come join a panel? <laughs> <laughs> when? Yo, it's kind of like now. <laughs> all right. Luckily, I had other people with me. All right, yo, watch the booth or whatever. 
All right, I'll come yeah, on. Yeah, but now nah, salute to you, man. You didn't even hesitate. He's like, yeah, man, let me just run to the bathroom and let's do it. So nah, I appreciate you, though. Yeah, man. And let me just down this sandwich because, like, I didn't know how long I'd be up there for or what this is. So now like, you know. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> you have to prepare know. yourself. And gave me some time. Like, okay, I can do this. I'm like, well, 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 two dollars and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, I've been doing this long enough. Easy, I got this. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. And just before we close it out, guys, I want to remind you that we are still running our 150th episode giveaway. So if you have not entered, please do so. All you got to do is comment on our Instagram post and tell us what your favorite episode was between 101 and 150. Not too difficult. So make sure no. you do that. You get extra bonus entries if you share our Instagram post on your story. And there's also four bonus questions in the episode, the 150th episode. If you answer all four of them, we will give you an extra 20 entries into the contest. So we've currently had two people enter that contest. So that got it correct, you mean? That got it correct, yes. Okay. And, and not, and not so, to mention, there's so there's Trevor, a f- what do they get to win? We have a package of stuff, so that will include some In Kicks We Trust socks. Yeah, In Kicks We Trust yep. uh, t-shirt. We have a Parlor 23 hoodie. We've got uh, Net Magnetism Kick Brick Series 5, the, the Air Max 1 para, uh, para. And, of course, Damn. the main piece of that prize pack is the Union Jordan 1 High. And not the women's one, the, the men's one. The men's one. Ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. So make sure you enter that contest. And as a side note, you may have noticed that I said there will be some in kicks we trust socks in there. That is a new run of socks. So yes, sir. we have a re-up coming. So for everyone, be on the lookout for that. We'll have more details soon, but we're just in the final processes of that. But for that giveaway, we will have a pair of socks to throw in there. So yeah. And yeah. we have a fifth giveaway. Well, I shouldn't say giveaway, but well, it's a bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus a, prize pack. A bonus prize pack, if you can guess how many pairs I picked up from episode fifty one hundred one. Yeah, one hundred one to one hundred fifty to one hundred fifty. Yeah. The yeah. exact so, number. The first person to DM us with that exact number. So, give me that number. We got something for you. Now, yeah, have you got a- any one giving any guesses yet, Rich? Well, DM well, the DM DM in case yeah, we DM trust. T- yeah, DM DM okay. the team accounts okay. um, with that number. I think I alluded to it, but okay. saying it here, yeah. If you guys can, like I said, give me the number one hundred one through one hundred fifty. How many pairs I picked up, and it has to be my pickups. So there are times that I picked up pairs for other people, my kids. Doesn't include that. So pickups just for me. Give us that number. DM the accounts. Yeah, and yeah, we got something else for that. Yeah, it has to be the exact number. You can't. Got to be the exact number. Not the closest. Number. It's not the you know, you know without going I, over whatever the case. And is. I went back and I listened to fucking all those episodes. So, yeah, put in that work. We got some free. Love it. I haven't got anyone, so no one has DM'd the account with that number yet, Rich. So we have had right. no one even attempt to guess it. So throw a number out there, guys. Yeah, just yeah. guess. If if you if you can't, yeah, just put in yeah. a number, man. If even yeah. if you yeah. think, even if you, you, know, you know. if they guess, do you just write no? You didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll just tell you. We'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. All That's right. Here you guys go. Sorry. Guess again. Yeah, again. <laughs> try again. You know, right. like Aaliyah's song, dust yourself off and try again. There That's you go. It. There you go. That's there it. You go. So when this comes out on the Monday, on the Thursday, October 26th, we are going to be doing an event at Makeway with This Is Mo. She's doing a live panel with us. So that will be, the plan is me, Collie, Rich, and Juan is supposed to be there. 
Uh, so fingers crossed. Be flying. Yeah, fingers crossed. Right now he's saying he should be able to come yeah. in. So we'll be doing an event there. Um, so if you guys are coming to check us out, make sure you come say hi, introduce yourself. We'd love to meet you if we haven't met you in person. But if not, excited to see everyone. And yeah, I think most of us are taking the day off on Thursday to just kind of we're going to go downtown. I think we're planning to check out Kith Toronto and just kind of hang out and walk around a little bit. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, if you're going to be down there, just, uh, yeah, come say hi to us. Yes, sir. All awesome. Right. Okay. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram as well, Kevin K. Man. Collie, where can they find you? Find me on IG at the Hollywood Life. Rich, where can they find you? Find me on IG, Gross Status 13. And Marcus, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram at Marcus23Fraser. Awesome. Marcus, we appreciate you jumping on stage with us at SneakerCon, and we appreciate you taking the time on the podcast with us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week. Bye.